Hey guys, this is Alana Terry. Welcome to the Successful Writer Podcast. I'm really glad that you joined us. We're on to one of our later teen episodes. So we're just moving right along. I want to thank those of you who have given such great feedback on the different episodes. And for those of you who are listening on Stitcher or iTunes or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts, just want to welcome you. I'm really glad you found us. And we're going to dive in today's show. So you guys know that I do like to talk a decent amount about just productivity, different things to help you make the best use of your time so that you can be as productive of a writer as possible. And so my productivity hack today is coffee. And I'm not talking about the caffeine. I'm talking about just the kind of rituals that we can set up before we start a writing so that we can get into just a good mental zone. So I'm sure you know the difference in your own writing. Those days when you show up at your computer, totally ready to go, you dive right in. And then there are some days where half an hour after you logged on to start writing, you're still watching dog videos on Facebook. I've totally been there. So I'm gonna talk about how coffee or other routines and rituals that you set up, doesn't have to be coffee, can kind of serve as mental triggers to get your mind in a zone that's ready to work. So this can come into play when we talk about good habits. A lot of people will make the recommendation to pair the habit that you want to learn with a habit you're already doing. So there are different ways that we can make these good habit triggers work for us when we're getting ready to work. And I'm specifically talking about just that deep work you need. So writing that first draft. This also can apply to busy work things, but I think it's especially important when you have time that you've set aside to get your writing done or get your editing done. You don't want to be distracted. You don't want to be bouncing all over lots of open tabs. And so let's talk about how setting up some rituals can kind of help you get into that mindset. So for me, like I said, I I was kind of joking, but I'm actually serious (laughs) that coffee is my trigger that it's time to start working. I make myself my cup of coffee while it's brewing. I have a little hand stretch that I do for my wrists that help me not get into real severe carpal tunnel like I had a few years ago. And so those are both triggers that when my coffee's going, my computer's starting up and I'm doing my wrist exercises, my brain just kind of knows. It's like when the dog sees the leash, it knows it's time for a walker. When sled dogs, you know, see their musher getting the harnesses, they know it's time for work. And so I treat these things as a trigger for my brain so that my brain knows, hey, it's time for work. I also have a certain YouTube soundtrack that I'll turn on. It has two purposes, maybe even three. So one is just kind of white noise. It's like, you know, background music for productivity. And it's by, the one I follow is by Green Rod Productions. It's either Green Rod or Green Red Productions. And you can just search for music for productivity. So A, it serves as background noise because my kids are home while I'm working since we homeschool. And B, it also serves as this trigger. So actually, if I'm switching from like writing mode to checking my Facebook ads mode or something. I'll actually turn that music off because I want that association to remain. Hey, when this music is going, my brain is in writing mode and not any other mode. 
So that's another thing that I do to kind of ritualistically get ready for my writing time. And I hope that you guys see the difference between doing something ritualistically and doing something uh, what's what I'm looking for? Superstitiously. Like I'm not talking about any of these in that superstitious way. I'm talking about it just in that, you know, logical, hey, if you want to run, then you put on your shoes, you do your stretches, you get hydrated and you go, right? So I just want to be careful that, uh, you know, because some people might feel like some of this gets a little weird. If you a ritual can turn into a superstition. So I'm not saying like, oh, if I haven't turned on this YouTube channel, you know, if that if YouTube's down for the day, I'm not, it's not so much that it's a crutch, like I'm not going to be able to write. I just know that these are things I do before I start my writing time in order to be triggering my brain. Hey, it's time to work and it's time to get writing. And the more things I'm listing, the more it sounds like, wow, it must take her 20 minutes from the time she turns on her computer to when she actually writes, but really it's not. It's like five minutes is the absolute max. And some of that's because the coffee's downstairs and my computer's upstairs. Really, it's not as long and drawn out as it might sound like it is. And these are just great ways, like I said, that I'm, I've trained my mind, hey, it's time to work. doesn't always work. I still have those days where it feels like, you know, everything's really, really, really dragging, but I know that these things can help. So you can think of triggers that work for you. Most of us are working on a computer as opposed to a writing shorthand. So while you're waiting for your computer to start up is a great time to just start some of these triggers. And these can be just psychological, like we talked about, like, oh, I don't know, the, the coffee, I guess you can say, is, is half psychological and half physical because the caffeine is a nice boost, right? I think that rituals can be a really great way to get your brain ready to work. But also, I encourage you to be gentle and gracious with yourself. This is something we talk about a ton on the podcast, too. These things really aren't meant to be just one more, this is what you must do if you want to be a good writer. These are really just things that can help you develop healthy habits. But even if you're not doing them 100% of the time, it doesn't make you less than 100% of a wonderful writer, a wonderful person, or anything like that. It's really just finding one or two things that do work well for you, whether that's a favorite soundtrack to have on in the background, anything that kind of gets that association going of, hey, it's time for me to work. And sometimes these things can be helpful. Like, you know, maybe you're on the road, but you're still trying to get work done. I have a super hard time. I can keep up a little bit with busy work if I'm not at the house. But when it comes to like actual deep work of writing, I don't think there's ever been a time that I've done that when I'm not, you know, home in my office where I've got these kind of triggers and associations. So if you are someone who travels a ton, but you want to keep writing, maybe you could even use these associations as a way to help make that transition. Like I heard a story and it's kind of a silly story, but I think it was Beyonce or there was some singer who, while she's on tour, she demands that she has the same type of flower in her dressing room everywhere she goes. And some people are like, oh, look at her, what a spoiled diva. But people in the like productivity and good habit space are like, well, no, this is something that she has associated with getting into the work zone. So whatever it is for you, this could also be something that you could take with you. So that if you're working at a coffee shop, but you've got the same soundtrack, 
that's your trigger or you're away from home but you have the same routine before you write these are all things that can help you when you are taking your work somewhere else as well so that is our productivity tip for the day and thanks again for listening would love it if you left a review and we will talk to you next time